Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm Dr. Trish Lee. I'm here with Coach Zach Carter from our Porn Brain Rewire program. Hi, Zach. Hey, everybody. Hey, how are y'all doing? All right. Today, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending upon the way we eventually will look at this, I wanted to share some uh, personal stuff that's going on with me and then equate it to what happens with people in a porn recovery journey. And it will explain why I've been hit or miss on videos, on YouTube. And it will definitely explain why I look like Emperor Palpatine these days. That's the comic relief part. Well, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you look like Emperor Palpatine. So, well, uh, if I didn't have all this makeup on, I know my family keeps saying, "Send me pictures," and I'm like, "Absolutely not." There will be no. I have a lot of them, but I'm like, there will be no pictures. And my husband took a picture of me the other day. I'm like, dude, do not share that around. Right. The problem is, is that you're famous on YouTube. And so like this gets on social media and then it just explodes. I know. I know. And so I will tell you, I, I'm going to tell you what's going on with me. And I, I was starting to share it with you, Zach, before we were recording. And Zach graciously said, let's just record this. Because I said, you know, I think I have to tell people what's going on so that, um, first of all, it's very much my own journey right now that is very similar to a person who is struggling with pornography, which is, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason, which of course it helps me to stay in peace while I'm dealing with difficult things. Not to say I haven't had a meltdown or two. Thankfully there's only been very few of them, but you know, it's a difficult journey and me showing up here to help people with porn recovery is because I helped somebody recover from porn that I care about. That was still me helping somebody else, not me having to go through my own awful journey of figuring out what's going on with me, having to find the right people to help me, having to invest my time, my money, and my energy into solving this issue for myself. So, you know, I don't think anything is, uh, I think everything happens for a reason. There's, you know, it's serendipity more so than coincidence, and I'm going to use it to that effect. And thankfully, Zach's here to help me, you know, help you all. Um, so before I tell you how it equates to porn recovery, what I've had going on apparently for a very long time, but I've just known about it since January, which is when I really started looking like Emperor Palpatine, um, which some people make comments across. I look back at the comments cause I didn't totally know this was happening with me. Comments on YouTube go, uh, why are your lips wrinkly? Why are your eyes wrinkly? I'm like, cause I'm tired moving on, <laughs> but I have a triple infection. So I have a bacterial infection, which is strep, and I hopefully am moving in the right direction there. I have a I have a wide variety of mold infections that are off the chain. And then there's a viral infection component, which might be COVID long haul because I got COVID last March. So it's like the trifecta of infections and they feed off of each other. But I will tell you something else. I in my home, I'm the only one with this infection. And, you know, there's eight of us. So you know how I feel about porn. Also, there has to be a component in me that is making it so that my system has disease. It's not an ease because there's something going on with me that I lack ease, which is why I've become sick. And it's given me all these autoimmune type of symptoms. Autoimmune is self-attack. Your cells are on red alert. It's hypervigilance. Your cells are going, where's the next problem to solve? And then they never calm down. 
but there is truly infection in there, but that's, so it's like all feeding itself. So anyway, I'm dealing with that. And I had multiple doctors that I've been working with. So this, so, you know, for anybody who's listening or watching to equate this to a porn recovery, you know, I'm like, okay, this might, something's up with me because I had like better and worse times where I was looking, I feel pretty good, but I look terrible. And so I went to see a couple different doctors and I started to work with one doctor who wasn't able to help me, but he thought he could. He just didn't have the tools. He didn't have the knowledge, the skills. He was fixing like other stuff that isn't three infections. So I spent time, wasted time (laughs) working with someone who like really just didn't know how to help me. I, you know, I vibed that. And so I started moving on. I went to multiple doctors they just looked at me and go, I can't help you. And I'm looking at these doctors going, like, look at me. I've got all these problems. Like, what do you mean you can't help me? And they're like, and, and I pay out of pocket for this stuff. So 200 bucks for a person to tell me, I can't help you. Finally, I got another doctor who's really nice. And she just sent me an email this morning. I've been working with her for a couple months. She sent me an email saying, I don't think I can help you. And based upon the test results, because they're off the chain. But I already found a different doctor, but I had to wait. There's a two-month waiting list to get in with this doctor who specializes in mold and these other infections. And I got on that waiting list a while ago. And so my first appointment's at the end of August. So until then, I sit around and I wait. And I'm in my mountain house, which thankfully is open this week because I don't want to be in my home anymore because it's a contributing factor, I think, to me being sick. but. So long story short, and then we can talk about it. We can equate it more to porn and talk about what I'm going to do and what we're going to do to help people. Um, Long story short is like, I still don't totally know. Like, I don't know where the mold's coming from. I assume it's got to be somewhere in my house. I assume it has to be um, either in my office, which would be tragic, or um, in my bedroom because... another thing is like, I never leave my house because I work in my house. Everybody else in my home leaves. So I'm basically there 24 seven, which could be why I'm so sick and nobody else, they might have low levels and don't have the same as me. That could be another thing. But the environmental science companies at my house right this very moment, uh, doing the evaluation to see if there's mold and where it is. And then apparently they write a report and they don't do the remediation. They send it to another company for remediation. And so then I'll figure out what's going on in the house. As far as the doctor I'm working with, I, you know, I start my appointments with her, but it's a two month evaluation process. It's not treatment. It's two months of just figuring out what's going on with me, all the parameters, which of course I love, but I'm also like two months of figuring out before we work on it. A crazy thing is she, they told me today that like, you know, I have to make sure they're going to coordinate with my primary care physician. And then they wanted to identify which emergency room I would go to if I need to. I'm like, what are you talking about emergency room? So like they basically told me it's going to get worse before it gets better, which is not a fun prospect, but it's building so much empathy in me because we tell people that, you know, we say when you're going to, and you know, I've seen it, I've, I've worked with, you know, someone I care about through the process, but now I got to go through my own, you know, we tell people like, you know, when you leave porn behind, you could go through withdrawal symptoms. 
And withdrawal symptoms can be really bad for some people. It can be massive anxiety, massive depression, like urges that are just sending them into hot rages, anger, irritability. They can't be around their family. And, you know, what I've already learned from this is like, you know, something chronic, whether it be illness or a life situation or addiction, especially, you know, it's very isolating because, you know, I joked with my friends. I'm like, I'm sick girl. When the hell did I become sick girl? Like, you know, I eat everything. I do everything. I'll try anything once type of thing. Like, you know, I am so go with the flow. And now I'm like, I can't eat anything because it makes me sick. I've stopped going out. My friends texted me last week. They're like, we would love, love, love to see you. My husband went, but I'm like, I can't. I look awful. I feel awful. So I'm like isolated. So I get that, you know, when people are in their, you know, rooms and they're isolated. And I think about actually think about Sonny, if he's listening, Sonny, I talked to him and you talk to him and Sonny's like, I'm by myself. I'm in my apartment. And, you know, I joke with him, get a, get a hamster. Like a hamster can't fix my situation. And don't get me wrong. I have pets at home and I'm in the mountain house. I'm by myself. So it's like so weird being by myself all the time, but you know, addiction and sickness and it's very isolating. So I know that I've doubled down. I just talked to my sister. Like I told Zach, who she's like, why calling? I'm like, just a chat. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So throw out some thoughts and then I'll keep right. going. Well, first, sad, sad saga. Of my no. Well, first, I, I think people are going to appreciate just being open and vulnerable. I think that's, I've noticed in my life that when I'm open and vulnerable with people, they're more likely to do the same. And so I think people appreciate you doing that. So I know it's tough. And like you said, yeah. you're like the strong, independent woman who's got yeah. the 12 PhDs and the masters and you always have an answer. And you finally come to a situation where you don't have the answer. I know. Right? And it's so wild because, you know, I've been working on this for eight months now, like knowingly working on it. And uh, which there's nothing I can do. I can't work on it. That's the, right. that's the crazy thing. Cause I don't have right. the tools yet. So right. I've been trying because I thought about that. I'm just here in the mountain house, not trying, which feels so good because I've been trying and not, I've been trying and not getting anywhere because I don't have the yeah. right help yet. So, but I've already thought to myself a million times. I'm like, once I fix this thing, I can't wait to share it with everybody because I'm used to figuring stuff out and knowing all of it that other people don't know. And then being able to share, which I still totally plan on doing by the way, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? The, the new doctor's office told me it could take me a year to get better. And, you know, we tell people nine months at the best, it could take you a year to get better. Now, the crazy thing about me is it's literally only shown up on my face, which is wild. I feel pretty good. Like I, but my face is crazy. So like, it's pretty wild that the universe put it on my face where I can't ignore it. Hmm. And so when you are struggling with porn, it might not be on your face, but you might feel like it's on your face. But, you know, I'm here to tell you, don't ignore it. I tell you all the time, don't ignore it because it just gets worse. Like, I've probably been low-key ignoring this for years. I've probably been dealing with this for, like, we moved to our house, which if my house is a reason, um, I moved there nine years ago. But you probably don't know this. And if you go back to old videos, you'll see it. I had an eye infection, which was probably part of this. My eye was all messed up. I made videos anyways, because I'm that's the kind of girl I am. Uh, I had a tooth infection, which is part of it. And so like, you know, in, you know, hindsight's 2020. 
I went to urgent care one time where they told me nothing. <laughs> so like, you know, uh, you know, to, you know, for the people who are listening, like if you know you're struggling with, with porn or anything else, like, you know, we tell people all the time, I tell people don't ignore it. It just gets worse. And, you know, I was thinking about my stress responses. Cause I talk on the podcast all the time about how my stress response is flight. And I definitely feel some of that, but then I realized that my stress response is also fawning a lot of fawning. I've been fawning this thing for way too long. Like I've just been like, I'll be fine. Fawning. Yeah. So fawning, fawning, there's four, there's, you know, fight, flight, or freeze are the most typical stress responses that people know about fight. You just get angry. By the way, my husband's very angry right now because his response is fight. (laughs) And cause he's, scared for me and he doesn't want me to be in this position. So he's like, you know, every time I talk to him, he basically yells at me for being sick. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get to where he needs to get. Um, then a flight is like, you know, you just want to take off, which I have that feeling like I just want to run, but I can't run from this. There's nowhere to run because I run. It comes with me just like porn addiction. You can't run. You've got to approach and engage. Fawning is, you know, freeze is frozen where I told you off camera, like, You know, I just got some more news about how bad all this situation is. And I just want to like climb into bed and get under the covers. That's freeze. That's like, if I, maybe if I just stay here long enough, it'll go away. Fawning is like, okay, I can, I, I'm, I've got a thing, you know, and, but maybe if I like eat better and maybe if I, you know, these are the things we tell people they need to do, but they don't work. It's not the solution. You have to do all the hard stuff too. Maybe if I eat better, maybe if I exercise more. You know, like I, I said that to Jamie the other day I'm, on Monday, I imploded. I was so much worse. And I'm like, I didn't work out on Sunday. So I probably didn't sweat because I work out every day. And then I'm like, I can work out literally eight hours every day and sweat until there's nothing left of me. I need help from somebody who knows how to help me. Like sweating isn't going to do it. So that's the fawning. It's like, you know, I accidentally get up every day and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm fine. And, you know, if I do this, I'll be even better. It's like ignoring it, but trying to make it okay, like a little fawn dancing around it. So you don't create conflict and you don't, you don't mix the pot too much. But in situations like this, the pot has to be mixed. Like, and you know, right now there's big changes, which I'm so grateful to have you here because like, I won't be able to make YouTube videos. Like I want to, I haven't been able to, because I've been sick and I've been trying to, or just putting ones up. And, you know, I'm not fooling anybody. I'm just trying. And so like, it's like me pretending not to be sick and trying not to be sick, which doesn't work. So if you struggle with the porn addiction, porn addiction, you can't pretend not to have it. And you can't try not to have it. If you have it, you have to approach and engage. So that's why this journey of mine is like, it's like, dang, I got to approach and engage and stop. Like, you know, I've been casually working with someone who's been I don't think helping me. So I don't know if I shared that she emailed me. Yeah. You know, she's like, can't help you. Like, okay, moving on. And so right now I have to pay a lot of money and I, a lot of money. I don't want to spend the money on this at all. So when, when I say to people like buy my program, (laughs) you know, and my program's way more affordable than the thing that I've got to pay for. I get it. You don't want to pay for it. I get it. Like I've have so much more empathy right now. Cause I'm like, to me, it's like, it's a no brainer. Cause if you spend you know, $9.99 on my program, you're in it for a lifetime. You get more opportunities for support. It gives you the tools and strategies. You learn stuff you would never know. 
Like I pay a thousand dollars right now in a heartbeat. Actually, I've paid already so much more than that. But then you have to do the work. The reality is you got to show up and figure it out. And then I wrote, I, I got a new journal. Uh, and it's funny because as I'm having this meeting today with uh, the new doctor's office, I wrote down my impression. This is going to be a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and I'll say like a lot of, a lot of guys can definitely relate to what you're going through in the sense that like, you know, I was in it, I was in porn addiction for 15 years and I felt like I tried everything. So like, I have a, some empathy with what you're going through right now, because like, I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be 10 years in. And you're like, I feel like I've tried everything. You know, and that's why I've been so excited to work with you and work in this program and and do these videos and do all this stuff, because like, I feel like you actually have solutions. So like, these guys don't have to come to you and be like, this is yet another thing that doesn't work. And I know it because I have clients where it's working for them, you know, and I know it because I, all the, all the principles that you and I talk to with people about that's in the 90 day program, that's in your YouTube videos, if you actually do it, it works. And you know, you're in a place right now where you haven't found your Dr. Lee. Totally. And that's how I yeah. feel. And then, you know, I hopefully have found the right doctor. Then I had to wait, which is trippy. And then, you know, I had to invest a lot of money and now they're telling me I got to invest a lot of time and energy. I have to get a support network. You know, they want me to identify who put it into the portal, who the people are that mm. I'm going to count on during this thing. You know, like this, this is the journey for anything. Like, you know, for me, it's infection for, Mm. for you, it's addiction for somebody else. It's even just as low as code, low, seemingly low as codependency, Mm. you know, cause I'm always talking about my parents and I was talking to my sister and talking about my parents' dynamics at the age of 80. I'm like, they should still address that stuff. They're not dead yet. Address it. And, and, you know, I said it to my dad a couple of weeks ago, just do what you need to do for you right now. Like you only have a couple of years left, make them your best, my man. And, and he's basically, like, I don't think I can do that. You know, and I'm like, you can always do it. And so like, you have to get yourself to a place and I've gotten myself to a place, which is why we're making this video in the face of fear. You have to tap into your courage and you have to tap into your self-love because all of these things, including what I'm going through is steeped in self-worth. If you look up the psychological component of autoimmune diseases, it's self-worth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like I, and I'm hoping I asked the office, well, is the doctor going to help me? Like I'm, I'm doing the work in terms of my patterning. Like I know some of this comes from patterning mm-hmm. and from my parents and from what I learned, I totally understand. I see those components now. It's amazing. If you go to the mountains by yourself, how much you can see when there's no noise of your regular life, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but I need help with seeing all the stuff we talk about. Like, you know, I literally have to unwire myself from the way I was living my life because even though I enjoyed it, it clearly is too stressful on my system. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out what some of the patterns are that, that put me at the propensity for a victim being a victim. I do not want to be a victim, but I know there's victims in my you know, you and I talked about doing genograms so we could help people figure out like what patterns they've gotten from their parents and their grandparents. Right. Victimization with sickness is definitely something that's back there in my family. But I'm willing to do the big things to break that right now. It showed up on my face. I've been ignoring it. Okay, can't ignore it anymore. 
<laughs> so there well, is like, you know, that psychological component. Well, so I, I think, you know, at this point, you know, I, I have like one question I think that would wrap this all up in a bow yeah, real nice and leave everyone with a takeaway. Cause I think, I think you've, you've shared what you, you know, came and wanted to share. Um, so, you know, I see a lot of adversity and a lot of my guys um, that are my clients, not only is porn and adversity where they can't overcome that, but they have all these dreams, they have all these hopes. Mm-hmm. So what is it that keeps you moving in this adversity and how are you overcoming these obstacles? Cause you're still doing so much. And I'm like, how the heck is she doing it? So like, what is, what is the, what is the secret sauce? Absolutely. And the secret sauce is literally our program. It really yeah. is like, yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is not a sales yeah. pitch. I have said this to lots of people. I've been using my Muse Com headband every day. I, I typically don't use the premier neurofeedback, the home neurofeedback service that I offer. I don't usually use that in my regular non-sick life. I've started using it daily. I take a lot of supplements, which I just updated the supplement list in the 90 day program based upon the new line. That's easy. It's just more easily accessible. And I do think it's the lines that I recommended before were good, but I've been doubling down on the supplements. You know, I'm making a lot of schedule changes. They're hard for me to do. It's hard for me to step out of something that I love so much, but you know, I'm raising six kids also. So just, I have too much on my plate. And I tell people all the time, I I use like my own analogies. I use an analogy like in porn addiction. If you have two scales, you have stressors and you have the things that make you feel good and that de-stress you. And if you're going to put more stress on, you have to take something off the other scale to give you room to deal with it. So I've been ignoring and pretending I'm not sick. So I don't have to tip the scales. Mm. So that's the courage in the face of fear thing. I'm like, okay, I'm sick. I don't want to be sick, but I am. So now I have to change my schedule. I have to depend on other people. And you and I have spent months training and you already had addiction in your background, but training in terms of this process. So I said to you a couple of weeks ago, it's sink or swim now. You know, and, and Curtis is the neuro coach. He's a certified neurofeedback provider. And I've been training him a ton every week. And I'm like, Curtis, you're going to have to go for it, my man. So like this has forced me to, you know, let go of control and go with the flow of life. Because another really wild thing for me right now is like, I, I proclaim being able to go with the flow as long as I like the flow. (laughs) <laughs> and honestly, because normally right. I'm creating the flow for myself. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I don't like where this is flowing, but you know what? I have to accept what I have going on with me right now. Not, you know, I tell people all the time, acceptance, not expectance. So that's part of the program too. You do eight daily affirmations. You set daily goals. You you have gratitudes. I wrote down the gratitudes yesterday. I bought this journal because I have mycotoxins in me. Apparently mycotoxins eat paper. Who knew that? So I, <laughs> I had to buy a new journal and, you know, in here, I don't know, I can't find the page, but in here is the page of, I always call it a thousand gifts. I wrote a bunch of them yesterday so that I can remember like, you know, I'm sick, but like, you know, I've got such beautiful things and then goals. And I, I've shared with you how like you just said, I'm still, I'm just about done reading the book Lost Connections by Johan Hari, really good book. And in there, you know, it's all based on science, which I love. 
And in there, it's meaningful goals. Like he talks about depression, which I'm totally at risk for depression, which thankfully I'm not doing, I'm not suffering from that because actually my anxiety and I don't feel depression is in check because I do these things where it's like, I am going to optimize my life from this thing. I'm going to take it as an opportunity. Like I, you know, overuse the word for the men that we work with. I'm going to take this as an opportunity to optimize. I'm not going to let it take me down. So I'm optimizing my business by changing things. I'm going to optimize my home. I'm going to optimize the way I take care of my family. And basically in the book, he says that if you struggle with depression, it's really hard for you to see even one day ahead. But it's a sick, it's a cycle. You get there because your days are so hard. You don't even want to look at the next day. And I had a, I had a peek at that feeling, which was terrifying. Like every day it's hard to get up because I just get worse. Hmm. So then it's like, no, I'm going to do what I need to do, follow the people that I am trusting to help me, that know how to help me. And then I'm going to set realistic goals that bring me back to the life that I want to have. And that's the opportunity that everybody has in any of these things that they struggle with. Hmm. And it keeps me in a good place. But that's a big thing. Like, I'm going to optimize this. And in a year from now, I'm going to be back. Hopefully, you'll see me get better over the year because I'll still be here. But And I'll be in a different place and I'll have a whole different mojo. I will have addressed the things that I didn't even know I needed to address. Isn't that like an amazing thing? Right. Yeah. And I think that, that doubling down on what needs to get done, you know, I, I've been telling a story to my clients about when I was in Greece and a few years back, Greece went bankrupt. They, they had to file for bankruptcy for the world, like world bankruptcy. So that's much worse than like you're you know, saying we're bankrupt, yeah. like a country, a country went bankrupt. Yeah. And my wife went and visited and we were in Athens and we were staying in a pretty nice hotel and I opened the windows and there's this building in front of me and the building is abandoned first because if you go bankrupt, then a lot of businesses close down. Mm-hmm. But when I looked down, I saw this graffiti sprayed across the wall. And when I looked up, someone had thrown like a brick through the window at the top. And I took a moment and and it hit me that I was like, you know, when we, when we face obstacles in our life, when we, when everything is going wrong, we have a choice. We can make things just like a little better. We can make it just a little bit worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, people chose, I'm going to take a brick and I'm going to throw it through a window, which immediately makes a, a building look so much worse. Somebody else took the time. They took the time to go buy spray paint, <laughs> come to the spot. They spent money uh-huh. to continue to destroy this building, to make it, it just a little it. bit worse. Mm-hmm. And so like what you're doing is, is you're saying, okay, I'm going to take the trash that's lying around this abandoned building. I'm going to throw the trash away first. I'm going to do that. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tomorrow I'm going to come back. I'm going to clean up the spray paint a little bit because you can't, maybe you can't fix the country right now. You can't fix your health. Right. But you can do little steps to make it just a little better. And so the problem with guys in pornography is that 
maybe you have a relapse. Okay, time to binge. That's making it worse. Totally. <laughs> it's making it I worse. Know. Or you can say, yesterday I looked at porn and I told myself I wasn't going to do it. What did I do wrong and what can I learn mm-hmm. from it? Yep. And so I just, I, I think you're trying to make things just a little better. And I yep. think that's what people can see. And so just yeah. thanks for, thanks again for sharing today. Um, I think, I think you were very open and vulnerable and I, I'm, I'm sure people watching this are going to really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Cause it does not come easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go, right. I like to go, you know what? Uh, I've been gone for one year. It's because I've been suffering in silence, but right. you know, I did think I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fawn. I'm not going to flee. Cause my, you know, like the flight, I am just like, I'm just going to bounce. I'm just going to have Zach do the channel from now on. But then I'm like, you know what? People can handle Emperor Palpatine me. And hopefully like on days, if I, there's no video, it's because I was sick. And if I show up looking great, you can celebrate with me and then I'll get better. And we'll do it as a community. Community is so important. And, you know, this is a community that I'm proud to be part of. And so I didn't want to bounce. And I know being here and doing this with you and with everybody here with us is going to make me get better. That's the reality, like doubling down on the support system. So, so thank you for listening. Cause it did, it does not come easy to go listen to my problems. <laughs> well, so. every, everyone is now your therapist. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Me and everyone else is now, I you've know, been listening right. to our problems for some, so long. So we'll, we'll I take know, the time to I listen know. to your problems. I know it was cute. Cause I know when I, last time I made videos here at the mountain house, I was going through something with, I don't know, personal with my kids or something. It's like something psychological, not health wise, but it probably was related. But, uh, and someone wrote in the comments, cause I said something in one of the videos, like, you know, I'm here because I'm, I'm struggling with something. I'm trying to work it out. And then people wrote in the comments, we forget you have problems, doctor. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of like it that way, but here we go. Everybody. Wait, you mean you're a real person? <laughs> yes, I know. And this one, this is pretty crazy to have to deal with, but, uh, so thank you for listening. Sure. All right, we'll wrap it up. You're going to be seeing a lot more Zach, hopefully <laughs> more of better looking me. And um, the cool thing, the cool thing that's come out of this, then we'll wrap up is that like, we really have built a team. So we're in the midst of updating the website. So it reflects more of a team. We're updating the logo. So it says Dr. Trish Lee and company. And I thought this was cool too, because it was me and Jamie for a long time. And then you joined and then Curtis has joined our team. And now we're like 50% female, 50% male. We've got a really good uh, balance of, you know, people who have different backgrounds and people who have different skill sets. And I'm really excited that like, as I could feel myself, you know, moving in this sick direction, it was important to me to put a team together and I'm so excited with what's come together from it. Like it wouldn't have if I was just charging through doing everything myself. And I think everybody's going to benefit from having this compilation of different personalities that are all working together. So it really is exciting times in as far as that. So look for the website update. It'll probably be updated in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be cleaner and easier to move through. Um, you'll see Zach's personal coaching page there. The 90 day program is going to be highlighted. And, you know, if you're suffering alone in silence, please don't do it. The isolation is not cool. It's very bad for you. It creates, I I brain mapped myself last week too. It creates a brain map that is just like, not good. I, I know my brain is like going down because I'm just sitting around trying to figure out my own problem. 
And now I don't have to do it. I'll have a team of people who I'm paying to help me and I'll have all of you. So, so thank you. All right. Until next time, attempt as best as you possibly can to control your brain or in fact, it will control you. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye, Zach.